0: Now, Owen de Vardoon is with us in studio, and uh, I noticed Owen straight away um, as an author in your lovely book, *The Slug and the Snail*. Uh, and you're an award-winning author. It says on the cover, "Why the Moon Travels." So it's not your first. This isn't your first rodeo, as I say. You've no fadas in the owned vardun.
1: No, there isn't, because it's not in a um, squilga. It's actually in gammon Kent, which is one of our, our languages.
0: Ah, okay. So it's not, so the the traveller, the travellers gammon or Kent? Is yeah, the same
1: gammon no, Kent is uh, gammon. And, and under linguistic kind of research is also known as Shelta, but that is not a term we often actually use, and it's a language that's protected by UNESCO.
0: Oh, it is, but it has origins in Irish or is it's it connected? Yeah,
1: Old Irish and And Actually, we have parts of our language, because right? I'm so fascinated with it. Like, there's words like Olami, which means the darkness of the night, which is very romantic. But we also have words like um, Cunha, which means priest, which also means druid. And it's actually found in script. Oh, really? Yeah, so in one way or another, like, most people don't realise that we, we are custodians of an Old Ireland.
0: Yeah uh, and it's quite. I didn't mean to start there by no. the way because there's a lovely story here because the, the, the idea of the story it has been gifted to you Yes
1: uh, Can you explain Can you yes. explain so that So within the Travelling community uh, our interpretation of storytelling comes in a different context so when we say gifting of stories you actually, it actually comes with responsibilities people take stories quite serious so there's the three responsibilities one is that uh, you always honour where you, the story comes from because the story isn't just a story like, we don't settle our stories they're allowed to grow and change and they also they come through the, the biases and the passions of people who actually Told them before, yeah. And the second was, no matter how fantastic it is, it's, it's told that that is truthful, you know, because there's some truth in it. And the third one is that you have the, you have the very serious responsibility to pass it on because it was a terrible thing that if someone has gifted you something that it gives you a part of them, part of their interest, in their heart, yeah. and if that story dies on
0: your lips, that's a terrible loss. You have to mind it, yes,
1: and share it, you know, which comes with a lot of responsibility.
0: There's a huge and rich culture to do with travellers in Ireland, isn't there? Uh, And it's not always the first point of... of
1: No, No, when people think travellers, they think about all our issues. They actually don't think we're people of culture. You know, and I think that slowly changing in stories like this that is actually embedded in our natural kind of our folklore and our tales and you know, how we connect with the world around us and each other is very vitally important because chances are, if you've actually read anything about travellers, it's actually written by a settled person. <laughs> so you're actually not reading of anything course. about travellers, you're reading a settled version of travellers. So our actual stories are connected, just like in The Slug of the
0: Snail, but beyond rare. You're giving us the insider's uh, cultural storytelling. Yes. Uh, tell us about what, the, what the idea is behind The Slug and the Snail. It is a children's book.
1: It is indeed. And actually it came from a real life experience that I had when I was a child. So I grew up in a, in a situation where tr- being a traveller was something that is beautiful and it's charming. And you're part of this ancient uh, lineage. So when I was a young child, a friend who was my close friend at the time had a birthday party and I wasn't invited. And it explains to me the reason why I wasn't invited is was because I was a traveller. Now, my parents took that quite badly. Yeah. you know and that night my father came in and told me the story of this look of the snail which is about connecting and about how for travellers are the innate and original part of who we are is nomadic so which you know that's why everyone comes from a nomadic background and we're just people who continue this tradition yeah. of being nomadic and how we're actually we're more similar than we realise but like every child who has felt um, isolation or felt rejection it does leave an impression on you unfortunately mine had a lifelong impression because it came from a place of discrimination rather than connection what age were you? Um, we were up for debate, I think it was between seven and nine, do you know? I'm convinced I was a bit older than I was. My father's convinced I was seven. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and, that's a scar that you kind of, you, you think you carry? Very much so, very much so, because it was the
1: first time where, the, where uh, discrimination intruded into my life sort of a I was aware of you things. You no idea that there was you know, I knew there was people there. being treated differently I knew that there were certain places my parents couldn't go, you know, but the... Um, it was the first time that it intruded so directly into my life by someone who I thought was a friend. You know, and I realised it was very real. So by all these years later, being able to bring the story about... And um, because this story actually should have been in the first book, "Why the Moon Travels," oh, yeah. and it just disappeared from us. That was like, a collection of stories. Yeah, yeah, based on our folklore. You yeah. know, uh, again, wonderful insight into our culture, people. Yeah. Um, but the idea would be, and it just disappeared from us. So um, F- Finula and Grania actually were talking to uh, Matthew from Little Island, and this thought, well, this is the story we think ha- has potential. Do you know, and thankfully they they embraced it, and it's, it's turned into this beautiful and I really like because Alia, who's the artist really listened to me there's things about the early versions of the because you, you go here's the story and here's the insights and then you get the, the initial images and stuff and I was going around going I think this crow looks a little, little bit suspicious. Yeah, you yeah. know? And I, I found myself like, in the middle of the evening out in the back garden with a half loaf of bread throwing it to cr- encourage crows to come over. So I go, do crows look suspicious? Are crows suspicious animals or something? And um, yeah, so like, now she listened and she came back and I think it was really important to, we're not creating a product, we're creating pieces and places of connection, and that's very
0: important to me. That's a lovely idea, because obviously the oral tradition of storytelling is throughout Ireland, yes. not just in the But I suppose the, the, the that has been kept going.
1: Yes, and we also is it we, still happening now? Oh, very much so. And we also we have our own versions of stories. Like we, so if you think about even the ultra cycle, think about Colum McAvan and stuff. Yeah, they're all nomadic people. Yes, yeah, so that's a good point. Yeah, so there point. are people, they're travellers. Yeah. Do you know? So, but when you only hear from a settled Norbert point of view, you never get to see the other sides. And also, we've lived until very recently far closer to nature than the vast majority of the population. So, our connection to nature can be very, very different. How so, how so? Well, just like it would be the, for most travellers, the idea of receiving cut flowers can be quite insulting. Really? That's why a lot of people will have artificial flowers, plastic flowers, paper flowers. Because, let's say, you're going, I have fallen deeply in love with you so here's a bunch of roses watch them as they wilt in front yeah? of you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> you know when, you, I, I, put it, when I, you put it like that <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. so yeah you know? so even the idea of like bringing people who are ill flowers that are going to wilt to kind of go no no if you're going to give flowers give something something this pot that has li- leaving in life it's just a different that cultural survives. way of engaging
0: uh, yeah. are, are there different versions of kind of uh, the Coo stories and oh, Sam of loads. Knowledge
1: I think. Sam of Knowledge actually is a great Sam one Sam of Knowledge yeah, okay. so at the, at the end of our story actually what happened is that obviously the thumb was burnt and everyone goes off and a, a traveller woman comes down and she sees the bones left in the, in the pot and she makes a broth out of it. And she drinks it and she gets the gift of wisdom because knowledge without wisdom is inept and wisdom without the ability to apply it is inept. So the idea would be we both carry these lineages within us and until the community come back together, we won't ha- ever have the restoration so, so of true knowledge and
0: wisdom. This is a sequel we never heard.
1: Yeah, because, again, so very ki- few people the, talked to
0: us. The this. kid who's supposed to be minding the Salmon of Knowledge, yeah. don't touch it. He, yeah,
1: But he, well, he got knowledge, he, got the he knowledge. didn't get wisdom.
0: Oh, okay, okay. But the wisdom was in the bones. Yeah, Joe,
1: you know, and and the idea would be that how our communities is not about, we're not behind you, not like we're not more aggressive, we're just on a different path. You know, often people think about yeah. travellers, they think that we're, we're the retrospective people, like we used to be people. They're going, no, we're contemporary, we're here, we're about, you know, but we're just, we're just viewing life in a different cultural framework.
0: How important was 2017 then to you and your community when the, the distinct ethnicity yes. of travellers was recognised by the state at last after yeah. long, long campaign? Yeah,
1: we usually view it as like kind of the the end to the ethnic denial, more like because like they would be, like we we all we're always seen as being different people, and we see each other as different people. So I was always confused of why this is so controversial, um, and I think what it was it was important. Now it doesn't have this the legal status which I think people should have the protections around min- minorities, um, but it was. A moment of maturity for Ireland to say we, we, we have a complicated history and our children are not of a monocultural status, status. Yeah. and we're actually recognising this version and this thread of the wonderful tapestry of who we are as something that we want to embrace.
0: Uh, we kind of split ourselves, and I'll talk about the settled community yes. here, into kind of tribal counties yes. as I was talking this morning about matches and so on. <laughs> Uh, could the travellers be argued as the 33rd county? We could be and we, and our version of we're less we're more connected to people into to places
1: so when we think about travellers I'd say who my people are i say they're Tohers from, they're from the people who are here we name our family lines because nomadic people are not so gravitated towards this a they're land They're not from a
0: particular county yeah, or a we, place we, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now we have lineages that orbit around certain areas like my people most certainly would from a Connacht side you know, as far as back we can kind of go for a little bit yeah. um, but we're not as much connected to that piece of land uh, rather than going We're connected To those pieces of people So we are a more fluent people Which is not surprising Because we're nomadic
0: Yeah hmm. You're kind of you're Forcing us to think In a different way About yeah. the history Because the uh, travellers Have always been there
1: yeah, yeah
0: And they've always been In the community as yes. well Haven't they Yeah and,
1: uh, we, and we have this interpretation That we're always on the, the sidelines and um, Which is really reinvesting This idea of discrimination I don't know about yourself I'm in the middle of my world <laughs> Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You know? And um, you no, know, but the, when the common narrative only comes from the wider population, we, we lose out. You know, we we lose out. And I'm actually quite lucky that a lot of my life is is about stories and about those connections. Even from my, like my day job, working in the National Museum, is about collecting up those stories. Like this wonderful book and previous publications in October, we have a collection of ghost stories coming out with Scheme Press it's called Twiggy Woman. Um, I've found like I'm plugging everything now, but I'm not
0: um, <laughs> It's just no. a slug and a yes, snail yes, yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. but, but the, the ghost th- stories th- do sound interesting Go yes. back and tell us about that um, yeah, t- But if you
1: even look at the cover there The slug and the snail um, Ollie is very gifted like how how gifted to make something that people usually approach, approach as
0: yeah. kind of gore like so very charming and the gift is from your dad in yes, this case isn't it how important is your dad in your
1: life it, he, very deeply important and I, and I think that my father has always used stories and the stories that he himself has inherited and was gifted as ways to, as any good parent should to give us guidance in our lives to give us comfort in our lives to give us courage in our lives um, but also a ways to give us I mean, this restorative kind of strength kind of going when things go bad, I go back to stories like this. You know, the idea of like when I, when I encourage um, within myself kind of like either defiance against a certain kind of approach to me or a sense of kind of an injustice, especially when there's high level of discrimination and alienation. And stories are one of the things that, and he's gifted, including my parents, like they're, they're all storytellers in one way or the other because we all do tell stories. And like if you've ever come down kind of on a Friday morning and had a cup of tea and going, guess what happened last night? You are a storyteller. You know, it's yeah. just that we interpret it very different, but with our community, they come with a little bit more responsibilities. Um, what is it? Tell us the, the, the. There's a stick, there's a tally stick. Oh my God. Yeah. So, after 20 years of telling stories yeah. and writing, and on the verge of book number four, my father gifted me two things. So, you, a storyteller staff, right, which is yeah. very, very important, but also a tally stick, which is think about it's about as tall as I am, it's so almost six foot, and it has six se- se- segments in it, and it's four co- corners to it. So, each of them are the four primary storytelling traditions. So, you have the stories of sorrow, stories, stories of joy, of adventure, and of mystery, yeah. and how you feel, you actually, your responsibility. And it's quite serious is to fill the stick so when you get a story from the north you take a, you mark one of the sections of the stick you put a notch on it yeah it? so and the idea is that you're not fully a storyteller until that, until that tally stick is filled
0: that's kind of uh, that's,
1: you said it's six foot yeah you know and he decided it when it's going and every every storyteller can, can gift one or two to other people but they do to, to receive it sounds like oh that's great it's actually a huge burden in one, one way because I'm going <laughs> like will I, ever get this? will I ever have this fixed no, will I ever have it done but it is um, for me it was it was one one of those moments where I can't really communicate the words but it was very special and important to me but, imagine, also, yeah. but also as a sense kind of we're recognising you actually as one of the um, storytellers within our community w- w- with the responsibilities to go and gather those so it's not a passive thing mm-hmm. so rather than I just wait here silently waiting for stories you actually have the responsibility to go off and find those stories oh actively find them yeah because that's a I, I, great because idea because then, again the great story if a, if a story dies on someone's lips you're actually you're losing not only the story but all the parts of people that fill that story before them because that the story is not my story it's a story that has grown and change and develop through us all so carries bits of us with it Wow. Yeah. Um, th- what are you doing with the staff then? No, so at the, well the, the staff, staff is just, it's just more or less when you go to cultural events or ourselves kind of going yeah. this just let you know that like I'm a storyteller do you know? Oh I um, see. Yeah so it's an, it's an invitation. An invitation to come and share the yeah, story. Yeah come and story, yeah, and I'll share my story with you it. and you share your with mine because and um, while you can sit in spaces but if you like to request a story again comes with responsibilities and so that's why when it comes to things like the slogans of snail it's an invitation for people to, to share in a story but also growing understanding and also have a bit of enjoyment. Yeah. You know? I mean, because sometimes we can hold stories as, oh, things are re- greatly serious. In the fact, they can be expressions of our heart. Does, does the tally stick get competitive? No, no. It, no, no. I mean, the idea is it's for you to fill, you know? and, like, yeah. it, and it's for you to remember your stories because also ways of responsibility, if you you just one side is fill is all the stories of like, of adventure, well, your storytelling is off, so it's a way of kind of, kind of going, um, keep it balanced. But also, the stick itself is a geographical location of Ireland, ah, so okay. if you have something just say, from Kerry, you'd fill in the lower quarters, so it's make sure that you're not just based in all your story around, say, for Dublin, where we're currently living, because there's Dublin and there's the forest, you know? and there's a lot of stories in the forest.
0: It's, a, it's an amazing thing because I'd be there thinking I, I'm going to get a hold of all the other tally stick yeah. uh, holders <laughs> and we're going to get together and just get it, get it all filled. What happens at the end when you've f- fully filled it?
1: Um, you can start another one or you can, you, you can gift all those stories. So you don't expect to
0: be an old man when it's kind of... Full oh, I I mean,
1: I I'd, I'd to be in the position. I, I think a long way to go before I feel it. How is it going at the um, um Well, I, you, you, when you, you you get gifted when you start
0: anew. So it's not as if I can just add the old stories to it. Oh, you can. Okay. not oh, That's yeah. very difficult. Yeah. But it's a thing of joy. Though. You have to seek them joy. out. Um, you mentioned that you're involved in the National Museum of Ireland. Yes. Tell us about your work.
1: So I am the I am the um, the culture uh, uh, travel culture um, collection officer for the for the museum. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing job, and it's actually a little bit about stories too because vast majority of our history, any of the objects that have been located and developed have been done so by settled people. And so yep. we weren't involved in it, so mm-hmm. we, there's always come with a certain perce- perception. And I'm, uh, I, I'm approaching this idea around the lines of community criteria um, engagement, which means as a community, we decide what we want the museum to be custodians of, and how it's written about, and who gets comments in it. Mm-hmm. But also my most fun part of it is when people disagree about an object or a history of objects. I go, that is such a delight because we're, if, if everybody agrees on something, chances are you're not in a community, you're in a cult. So when you yes, come across okay. things that people have different opinions, they go, oh, that's so healthy, which means that like it's a part of people's identities and histories. And it's something that actually is, is of great joy, but also deeply needed. Like the, and the museum has stepped into a place of of courage, you know, where we actually mm-hmm. were saying while our, our histories towards kind of institutions of that nature can be very critical, it's about time that we change and grow. And it's certainly it's something that certainly the people um,
0: are embracing and long may it continue. What are the objects that you think are most important to have in the National Museum?
1: I think there are objects that the communities the, ourselves decide rather than a few people within the mm-hmm. museums. And that's a very tricky process because we haven't really been asked historically.
0: Until now, until now, so, so people so what are. The, what, what, what was the settled community's version of the important objects? Um,
1: a lot of it would be uh, styled around a tinkership, or, you know, which not, not a surprise, but also that that only usually used to manifest as men only. Believe it or not, Women kind of like, we make a pick up right. hammers. I know there was a yeah, okay. um, So even that, or then a lot of things of our how we how the, our community intersected with the wider community. So things like some of the, some of the trades or the flowers, Rather or just day to day items. Like we were just people like everybody else. Mm. So a lot of it was. Styled around our social role as travelling people who are tinsmiths rather than this very wide, like expressive cultural embodiment of we're, just, we're a part of Ireland.
0: That tinsmith um, crafts yes. uh, skill that obviously uh, led to the, you know, the, the mm-hmm. known as the tinkers yes. because they would travel from place to place and that was the primary interaction with the settled community I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, what's, so, so are they, was it always repairing kind of pots and pans? Was, was there more to it than that? Oh, I mean, a lot of repair. We're, like, we were on the
1: original, re- original renewers. Like we, we repaired and we were part of you know, the green cycle as like they call it now. Yeah. Um, but also there's a lot of craft and a lot of redevelopment. The people design their own sort of like, pots, even so kind of, my, my jewelry I jewelry, wear, yeah. like, you know, So making, you're wearing yeah. a lot of showy jewelry. Oh yeah, you know, I wear it all the time. But these and are my necklaces. Spoons. Oh yeah, do you know, making, like, the idea would be when we just that's think that's all be, your jewelry. I, <laughs> I hope oh, oh it isn't. <laughs> no, oh, oh, really. It isn't. Um, but the idea would be like because even the, the the term tinker um, within our language uh, we were minker or minkery, mm-hmm. and to mink is also is to because our, our version for the word for hand is mola which is bag, bagasquega. Yes, because we carry things. Um, but we, it was to, with minkere, it was people who craft. It. so we uh, as a way of identifying ourselves we're the people who made things yes. you know, and we're the people who developed things and I think that with the, with the change in the, also, I mean, the socio-economic kind of principles and the art, you know, world developed in different ways we lost some of our social role and then that, so, and so we were ostracised and pushed out and the idea of like, what it used to do was rather than where, where people were used to each mm. other. The and, interactions you know, dried yeah, up, to, didn't Yeah, it would, it would have been. And then it's, it's easier, I think it's very easy to dislike and have hatred towards a principle. It's very difficult to hate a person you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So yes it is it's
1: very, you know, yeah. And we lost a lot of that connection And that festered in people and It festered in society Where discrimination Even now unfortunately Is very very commonplace You know And it's still very allowable Here in Ireland But there is a slight shift And I think the only way That it would continue like, like through the mediums Of books like this The Slug and the Snail um, Is if we reconnect to the Again mm-hmm. as people On the levels of empathy And, and a shared
0: history I think you, you really Expressed it strongly When you said that When we hear The settled community that is When we hear about uh, travellers It is about problems and issues Yeah And it's also, again, written and uh, reported on by the settled community. Uh, So this will change things. I like the idea that it's going to be in the National Museum of Ireland over Mayo. Is it the Museum of uh, of Country Life? Uh, I mean, that must be hugely important because we other travellers so Mm -hmm. much that it's almost as though you're not from Ireland, yeah, <laughs> Isn't <that> yeah, actually, <laughs> and then
1: they would be. Most people have a have a, like a travel story and an interpretation of story of our history. And I love those because guess what? We have settled people's stories, and they're great, right? <laughs> um, and they're just, just as wild as every travel story you've ever heard. Well, well, what, what do you mean? Well, to think about kind of going like, like uh, as a good friend of mine would often say it's like, no traveler ever started a war. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So it's, or went it, to like, war yeah, might you, be the oh, No, we definitely yeah. went, towards, definitely went history, to war. Definitely went to long history, especially with the. The McDonald's there now, and the Navin long, and long history of travellers being part of um, the, kind of those structures. You but see, like, I'm yeah. learning. I'm learning so yeah. much from you. So oh. imagine what you could learn more, especially younger people could learn from things like this. Because yeah. I think that as we get older, I mean, ideas can solidify in our minds. It can be again, we can become the strangest to each other. But I think it's younger people that have that ability to cross those voyages because we don't know the difference between a traveller and settled person,
0: only someone who's a friend. And the slug and the snail just does it so beautifully. Yeah. And uh, innocently, in a way, isn't it? It's just a, it's it's a nice door into the culture. What, when will your um, as cultural collections officer? When will you actually have exhibitions built and ready for us to?
1: to... Um, well, we're currently in the in the in the, in the process of it. There mm. there are, there. I mean, there's items coming all the time. Actually, it's there, brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. And then, like one of the items most recently um, that. Be acquired and was gifted by the community, which is like again, we're not, we don't have a very high level of um object history because the nomadic people either is deeply important or you leave it behind you. You no, know, because you can't carry everything with you. Because, you oh, can, right. know, cause yes. again, some objects some have a different value. have to be made. And sometimes objects have multiple versions of life. So, like, a spoon is never a spoon. It'll do ten things. Um, but it was the shackles from um, Nan Joyce and Minkir Mishli from the 80s, which is 40 years old now. Um, it was used in the political engagements from the 1st Trevor Travour-only uh, grouping in order to challenge some of the policies. And that was gifted to us recently. And the shackles were used? Yeah, where people would literally chain themselves to, um, to um, town halls and stuff in order to be heard. Yeah, and, and people don't realize as well, especially around that period, is that, especially the families like the Dunahoos and stuff who were living in Taller. Um, they left Tala because of tension in Tala tra- tra- about Travers and went to Glen Road, in, Glen Road in Belfast the area of high sectarian tension because yeah. it was safer for them It was safer in was safer. Belfast safer. The yeah. So most people don't because so when we think of history we think, we think from a very settled north point of view rather than going, Travers we're here too we just see the history a little bit different and we experience yeah. it differently you do. and then it, that's, it, that's a really exciting invitation because I'm constantly learning new things because again like, where do we get this history chances are yeah. our stories and verse of it were are being told by a settled person and about us. So that really travel stories are actually settled people's stories about Travers? There,
0: there's an alternative view in our own yeah, land yeah, you, with our own people. You know, and and that, that diversity of thought and idea is beautiful. Brilliant. The slogan The Snail is published by Skiing Press and Little Islands, mm-hmm. available for pre-order now on littleisland.ie and it's going to be out on Thursday.
1: Oh, it's been launched in the Gutter um bookshop in Temple Bar. In Temple, Temple Bar.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. Owen DeVardoon, thank you very much for joining us and thank the you. best of luck with it. Thank, thank you, you for teaching much. us. Thank you. Like after these.